Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking the Cycle. Um, this is Lavender, and I have a very special episode today with the wonderful author, Christina Marziotis. Um, she is the author of Haunt, is her debut album. Oh my gosh, debut book. <laughs> Not- <laughs> Not album. Hey, maybe one day, but um, her book, Haunt the Love Letting Series. And um, she is a photographer. She is Greek. And I am very honored and very excited to interview her today, Christina. <laughs> do you I'm have very excited too. Awesome. Um, so I am going to describe this book <laughs> for everybody because we are not a visual podcast, but I want to, I guess, talk a little bit about how I was lucky enough to get a copy of this book. I signed up for Library Things website, and it's a website that I love and I talk about all the time now where you're able to... Um, kind of do like a raffle of like being randomly selected for books you're interested in and the authors or publishing companies or whatever, they will submit what they have to offer people based on their interests of books. Um, and I, one of the books I selected, cause it's at the beginning of every month is Haunt. And I was, I got it and I was always wondering like, oh, am I gonna get like a notification when I get it, blah, blah, blah. And I like had to email and I didn't realize I was kind of emailing, I feel, I feel Christina, um, but she was like, oh yeah, I'm putting it, I'm sending it out right now. <laughs> and so when it was delivered for me, it's like, it said my podcast name, as you guys know, it's not my real name. And I, um, it was like a huge book and the people that got it were like, who is Lavender? And they were like, they opened it because they were like, what is this book? And they were like, I feel like this is for the, my, you know, Lavender, quote unquote. And I was like, oh my gosh, my book. And so I was like, this is the book? <laughs> I was like, wait, this is huge. I was like, there's no way this is the book. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe I, I was like, I don't know what I selected. Like, it was my first time. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> okay. But the great thing about library things is that they don't require you to do it in a certain time period. And it's fully honest. Like, you don't have to boast and blow up the author's ass. So <laughs> I'm very, 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 very glad that I did receive this book and I'm glad that I read it and I'm glad that I enjoyed it because I y'all know I love books. I hate bad books and it's very rare that I pick bad books. Um, this book is her debut. It is, I have the paperback version, so I, I'm just going to put that out there. It was It's a tome as my a friend of mine, Scar, called it that. And I said, I don't know what that means, but that sounds accurate. And it is kind of difficult to hold as a paperback. Like, I'm afraid I was going to rip it. It has 758 counting pages. Like, I always hate that about books where not all the pages are counted. And then there's like a big blank page. And then that's still considered the number. And I'm like, that's cheating when it comes to like page count. But that's just me. And um, it comes with a drawing of one of our main characters, Matt Kinnon in the first page and I love that. I kind of wish the book had a map, but we'll get into that. And then um, it has a huge trigger warning. So this book, and we're not, we're, this is a spoiler free interview, but this book mm -hmm. is the first book I've 
ever read in my whole life that has a trigger warning and i love that because i mean for me it doesn't really matter i'll still read like books and like i think it's hard to watch intense things like um i don't know if you have you watch netflix but there's a new netflix movie with mila kunis um called the luckiest girl in the world and it is very much needed a trigger warning like it needed to have like a code to unlock before you even start watching oh. it it was just wow. terrible to me because i know a lot of people it has like vivid uh just like graphic sexual assault scenes of minors and i know a lot of people that have been sexually assaulted so for me i was yeah. like freaking out watching i was like oh my gosh it made me so sick but it's easier for me to read it but i know not everybody is that way it also has um the listing of what the love letting series will be and they're not even out yet and according to christina she is on book 11 and i don't i don't understand I mean, I, just, I don't understand. I mean, I'm I'm intrigued, but I'm also very, very, very confused. Um, so yeah, I mean, Christina, what is there anything you want to say before we get into this? Well, I don't know. I mean, you said it pretty well, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'm glad because I just. <laughs> mm -mm. Your book is something else. That's all I can say. It's just, I just was like, who is this book for? Like, this is like two books in one. I just can't imagine. I was like, whoo, I, I can't. But I love that because it's, I think even though you have so many, because it's supposed to be 11 for this series, correct? Mm -hmm. and yeah, that, so it, far. So, oh gosh, so far. Not so far. Okay. Anyway, with her 50 series book. And I know for some people, um, like it can be challenging and there's no audiobook as of yet. I, I'm hoping that for my people who, um, struggle with reading, there is an audiobook that will come out one time, one day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, especially like a lot of my bookstagrammer friends, Carla, Simone, um, they, well, yeah, they speak different languages, um, but they tend to read a lot of things in English. And mm -hmm. there is an ebook, which is much more affordable than the hardback and paperback. Because yeah. if you're, you know, if you read the first novel and or tome like honestly <laughs> when it said novel i said this is not a novel <laughs> um you might get like a little intimidated or it can be costly like just books especially books that are newly released are so costly which is why i recommend library things to my reader reading people and i entered so many giveaways and got so lucky to get giveaway books this year as well um, so I'm gonna, I guess, go into some of the things I noticed, or do you want to like go and get into the story? Because I'm talking so much. So do you want to talk no, a little no, no. bit about um, the story? Just, just like a spoiler free, like summary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me think. Because, you know, I don't, um, say a lot about the story in general, mm -hmm. because I don't want people to know a lot. I just okay. want them to just experience it on their own, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, 
So you go ahead with your questions. I'm, okay. I'm really intrigued. Okay. Well, let me give a spoiler-free summary. It is a ninth, like basically what the book says. It's a 19th century Victorian Western. And um, it has, it's not the type of book that has one singular main character. It has several main characters, in my opinion, and it follows yeah. each one. And you know right away by reading it who what the who it is about and who it is speaking when they speak because it's such a distinctive style and it's not a happy book, okay? There is no happy endings. Um, it will make you very upset. And I've told Christina this: I don't like any of the humans. My favorite characters are the horses, Finn and Roy. I love me some Finn and Roy. Roy. Or is it, is it Flynn or Finn? Because I was like, wait, because one of the characters said Flynn and, and and Charlotte was like, no, his name is Finn. I'm pretty sure it's Finn. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, it's not Flynn. Don't talk about, don't do Finn like that. My baby. Um, but yeah, they're so... I th and I think that's why I enjoy the book so much because it feels really realistic. Like if you mm -hmm. were to interview someone from the 19th century who was in the West and a cowboy or cowgirl, cow person, and um, they were, or they were the elite or they were dirt poor, or they were like, mm -hmm. like, I feel like this is how it would be. Like I can, cause I'm a, it's very easy for me when I'm reading to it, it. Reading for me is better than movies and TV. I can see what it's supposed to be in my head, which is why I made you that playlist. Because I was like, oh, like I'm listening to these songs. And I'm like, oh, no, this is perfect for this scene. This is perfect for that scene. And like, even like I was thinking of like who could play who if you were ever to do like a movie or a series or a limited series or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, because they keep saying Charlotte's busty, for example. And I'm like, well, we need a busty actress. We don't need someone with like small tits. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I'm just saying, like, we got to be honest here. Um, but okay, so my first, I, I made notes throughout, and um, yeah. I, I also like made some notes in my review that I haven't posted yet. Um, and I will tell you your score because I was like, how do I how do I rate this? Because it's such a big book. There's so much going on. I had to break it down. Um, yeah. So your score overall is a 4.8. Like I, it's very oh, rare. <laughs> You're welcome. It's very rare. I give like a solid five and I would have, and it's like, I just didn't, there was like, I just didn't like the characters. <laughs> so I was like, no, you can't get a five, but your, let's see for, you got a 4.7 overall for plot for me. And then five out of five for your writing because I was like this it takes a lot to be able to switch so quickly between the different characters because we had Will, Mac, JD, Charlotte, Levi, Fit. even the horses had scenes where it was like even though they couldn't yeah. talk they were experiencing something or I guess reacting to something and it was like they had like their own entity. So I love that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much you. about, you're welcome. I don't know much about 19th century Westerns, but so mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting when I was reading about Charlotte and it said that the saloon, most saloons are for men only. Did you like look that yeah. up? Oh yeah. The amount of research I did, it, it's, you can't even imagine <laughs> because I have to make everything correct, mm -hmm. you know? Because you know it makes sense. You you it could be 
uh, taken as a historical fiction, you know? So, yeah, (laughs) I had to make sure that everything uh, is uh, correct. So, yeah, that, that is true about the saloons, that they wouldn't allow women to go in there, basically. So... Even if they were like working women or like sex workers, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's interesting. Was what was mm-hmm. the reason behind that? Uh, well, I guess because they weren't really, they didn't have so many rights, you know, women back then. They didn't have so many what? Rights, like women's rights. Oh, okay. So they just weren't allowed in there in general. It's like, no, yeah. this is a man's yeah. space. Okay. I got you. Um, and you said that you did a lot of research. I, I can only imagine because this is set in American 19th century mm-hmm. Western, correct? Yeah. And I would have loved like maybe hopefully like to get a map because they went so many places and I'm yes. like, I don't know where they are. And like, ha- like, I guess also where would they technically be? in quote-unquote America, because you do live in the States now. Um, So, like, where would they be? Because, like, is it set in where you are? Or, like, like, and when they would go to different towns, I'm like, how far are they going? Like, are they crossing states? (laughs) Or are they, I was like, they are moving. Well, we are going to be making a map for the books. Uh, It's just very complicated right now. And it just, you know, we have to find the right person for it. Mm -hmm. Um. And basically, it's like a hybrid of the real world and the made-up world. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to create like towns or places or states or whatever with my own fantasy, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Oh, I can't yeah, wait for I'm, that map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I mean, I was reading and I was like, how far are these people going? Like, the sh- it felt like everywhere they went, they were encountering some form of police. And I'm like, all these police are dying. And, like, everybody in this town, like, they, it's like town to town to town, like, communicating because they didn't have phones, obviously. They had to write letters or, yeah. like, people had to go on a horse and go to the next town. And I'm like... yeah. Mm-hmm. How long does this take? Because Charlotte, uh, Charlotte has the worst luck. Charlotte and Mac have the worst <laughs> luck in the world. And Charlotte, to me, <laughs> so annoying. Even though I felt bad for her, but she's just so. Ooh, it's like she's never been on. It's like she's never been outside before. That's what it feels like. And then yeah. Finn being her her best friend, which is fine because there's some people that connect more with animals. Like I know a lot of people that are mm-hmm. dog people and not people people. Um, and then Mac, he's like totally like caveman to himself, <laughs> unable to like function, but that's trauma. And every time I was yes. like reading this book, cause I watched, um, this YouTuber called Zavid and he does like reactions to horror. And so it's this meme that went around about Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. And she was like, it's it, during her, like, you know, film tour, she was like, it's a movie about trauma. And so it became a meme because every interview she did, she said that same thing. And that's how I felt about about Mac and about this whole book is that this is a book yeah. about trauma. <laughs> this is not a happy yeah, book. Yeah, it is. And I was just like, that's incredible. Like to to actively put so much of like 
you know, there was moments, fleeting moments of happiness and like when things were calm, but I was just waiting. I was like the next page, somebody going <laughs> to get hurt. Somebody going to die. Somebody's going to get in trouble. Charlotte going to have to run again. Somebody going, it was just crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I was, when I was reading in that mayor of Mont-Louis, he, um, mm -hmm. when they were on his boat, I was wondering yeah. like the way he was looking at Will and it made me think, I was like, is this man queer? <laughs> I don't know if you can tell me that or yes or no, but I was like, I don't know why. I was like, just the way that you wrote him, like the way he was looking at Will, I was like, this feels very fruity. This feels very zesty to me. Yeah, it, it may be. It, it may be. <laughs> That's all you're going to say. You're like, maybe. Well, we'll... Well, well we, you're gonna see on the later books, you know. Okay, because I was like, okay, like, all right, I guess. But because um, <laughs> me and you both know what happened to Will, and I am not saying anything. Yeah. I just was like, I kind of saw that happening. I was like, gosh, I need one of these main characters to just die. <laughs> That's how I felt, <laughs> and I was, I, I didn't like. I was like, not, not these are not the ones I was expecting. Um, yeah, but. You know, mm -hmm. I so there's JB, there's Amara, there was Ben <laughs> Davenport. I had to make like notes about all these characters because I was like, it feels like every every chapter we have like a new character introduced, and it's like either they're mm -hmm. gonna be alive or they're gonna die or this and that. And okay, <laughs> I just I I mean I love it, but it's like okay, let me write this down without who these people are because I know. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Maga or Maja mm -hmm. or whatever, she is um she is going to be, I'm sure, important in the rest of the series. And I hope to see J JB more too. Oh, you're gonna see him. Um, you're gonna see him. I mean, I'm sure I'll hear him before I see him. Like that man just Did you, talks. Like him? <laughs> you know, I liked him because I felt like he of all people saw Mac and I was like, that's so deep. Yeah. Like, yeah, to really, cause I'm like, that's really like what Mac needed. Cause Charlotte and JD and Mikey Davenport, those were the few people mm -hmm. that saw him, but I kept getting confused about like, I know we can't really talk about it, but like the end of mm -hmm. these two people that were coming in and the one that found Finn and the one that found Charlotte. And I was like, because she kept saying they looked like Mac. And I was like, does Mac have like family he doesn't know about? That's what my brain kept thinking. Well, or maybe, I know, I will have to see because I was like, not, I was like, not Mac having a family. I'm like, where were they when he was being, you know, when he yeah. was being tortured? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, uh, even the the farmhand at Holy Ranch, I'm watching him too. He's he's somebody. He's a suspicious person, and I I also felt mm -hmm. like for Levi, as far as his father, I felt like that wasn't an act. That wasn't a murder. Like I felt like it was <clears throat> self inflicted. But that's just my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Have you ever thought? Are you big into like zodiac signs? I used to be, but I'm not so knowledgeable. So okay, let me know. <laughs> okay, because I was like the characters. I I was like I kind of feel like Mac is either an Aquarius, a Pisces, or a Sagittarius. And let me tell you okay. why. 
<laughs> okay. All so right. I am an Aquarius. And I know a lot of um, Aquariuses who are like celebrities or like people in my life or like, you know, I find that I feel that a lot of people who are able to detach and to be like killers or like calculated tend to be Aquariuses. Um, like once you hurt us once, that's it. Like you're dead to us. Like there's literally nothing that you can do. We don't forgive. <laughs> we don't oh, forget. I need to be careful then. <laughs> with you. Oh no, no, no. You're <laughs> well, hey, I mean, but you're fine. You're fine. I will let you know. I'm like, you have crossed my boundary. Um, but I was like, maybe, maybe he's a Sagittarius, maybe he's a Pisces, because in your dedication. I believe it's dedicated to your husband. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And it's, yeah. it says, I'm only going to say because it's very short. And I was like, oh, look at that. For Lee, who wanted me to feel. And I was like, okay, so is she trying to say that she's Matt Kinnon? Or like, does, I'm like, what is this? Because sometimes, not all authors do this, but sometimes writers, artists, they put their own experiences into their story. Are mm -hmm. are you do you connect yeah. the most to Mac? Um I would say also to Charlotte a lot. Mm -hmm. Um I'm a little bit of everybody to be honest with you. <laughs> um uh but yeah, I would connect to Mac a lot in certain things. And with Charlotte, for example, she's very anxious. I'm very anxious. Um and uh, Mac is just numb, you know, and there's many situations where I've been very numb mm -hmm. and I can relate to that, you know, but I'm not like Mac is, you know, I'm not a serial killer or whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, does that answer it? Yeah, no, I mean, I just wanted to know because I just was wondering like which character you are most like because that I thought that was interesting. I know in my own relationship, sometimes it feels like I feel too much like Charlotte and then yeah, my partner mm -hmm. doesn't feel at all or it's yeah, exactly. difficult for them to express it because of their own experiences in life. And it's like pulling out teeth. And mm -hmm. then when I shut down, it's like pulling out teeth to try to get me to, yeah. to say anything. And, um, yeah, exactly. and um, that, that can be, it can be very complicated. Like, I, I just felt like so sad for him in the way that I was like, nobody is aware. Like he, he wanted to be very open to Charlotte, but he yeah. just didn't know how. And he wasn't taught how he was really treated like below an animal, like yeah, mm -hmm. that he was just primal, and JD saw that he was like, "No, he's hurt. Like this is a hurting man. Like he doesn't know how else to be. Literally, like he doesn't yeah. understand." And that's so, so sad because when he it was a scene he was talking about, even with Mikey, like the person that knew him before, mm -hmm. or when it was freshly going on in his youth, and like. He, he didn't even know how to like play along and like, or yeah, not play along, but have like regular yeah, banter. Too. He just was like, okay, yeah. I'll mimic literally what he's doing, which also like 
I have a lot of friends who are neurodivergent and that is like something that they do. They mimic when they're unsure. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, well, everyone's laughing. So I'll laugh too. I mean, that's like a simplistic Mm -hmm. explanation of it, but Mm -hmm. that's sometimes like how it seems um, that they tell me that that's how it feels. And I know in my own self with my own disorder, like, I'll completely try to hide with what I'm feeling or I'll keep it to myself and kind of just like blow up later on. And it's like, that happened weeks ago. Like, um, yeah. And I, and I, I don't want to diagnose your characters. But I was like, everybody no, no, in no. here has complex PTSD. Let's just be yeah. honest. Everybody <laughs> complex, very complex PTSD. People were cheated on <laughs> people's um, partners were murdered people mm-hmm. like they just rape lots of rape lots of the incest mm-hmm. that incest clan that to me i was like please because we we live in the states and that is something that is very much a real thing there are people yeah, that no. exist <laughs> no. especially where you live <laughs> i hope they never find this book they're like oh my gosh you wrote about us but they probably can't read <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> oh man, I was just yeah, like it's a real thing, really. It, I was just like, oh, the graphic details. I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else. But yeah, I Finn and Roy, my horses. I love them. <laughs> they're Aquariuses. We'll just put it. They're just sweet and loving. They're probably like a Pisces or whatever. Charlotte, I was like, yeah. is definitely like an Aries. Like she's so naive. But she, she just, I've never met, I've never met, read a character in a while that's so insecure for all the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. and like picking up all the wrong signs and like not being honest about her feelings. I was like, girl, if you would just say something like, stop, just stop. But I can, I understand that where it comes to like her, her mother being in her head still, even as she passed. And I'm like, I can relate yeah. to that because it doesn't, when you have like a trauma and stuff, it doesn't matter how long, um, how mm-hmm. long ago it was, it can still mm-hmm. haunt you. Same thing with Will, with his, absolutely the damage he was going through. I think it was amplified because he probably was still experiencing it when it was, he was holding it in. But then when he was towards that edge, it amplified and it, it sucked that yeah. it sucks that the police in this in this world are so awful, like yeah. so vengeful. Nobody thought to be to ask, oh, I wonder why Matt Kinnon is a serial killer. I wonder why he's so yeah. angry. Like, no, nobody thought to ask him instead of trying to like hang him. Like that was just everyone's mm-hmm. solving, like hang, hang, hang. And that's why Will was so confused. He was like, how barbaric. And I was yes. like, yeah, Will. <laughs> yeah, Will. I, I was like, I, I didn't think he was. I was like, I don't know. I don't think you're the love interest. I, I think there's only one love interest. <laughs> and I was right. All these Charlotte just was pulling and pulling all these guys like unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just so confused. She was like, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just I, I did, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening because she didn't even see for herself that she was attractive, much less worth yes, exactly. like attention mm-hmm. and that was like i was like oh not the insecurity trope i was like i can't that yeah. that that i feel like this book 
it has a lot within it, but it's it's relatable in that way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, okay, so we have reached the. Let's see. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, what I wanted to say with uh, Charlotte's insecurity that you mentioned is, I did that intentionally for the first book because I wanted to present a character that is vulnerable. But not like, I mean, she's naive, but she's not like so stupid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, she does figure out a way to, you know, to escape like the fiddlers, for example. Or, um, I mean, she has some grit in all her fear, but I wanted her to grow later on in the series, like very uh, steadily, because she's going to go through a lot of worse things. And I just wanted to, um, you know, to, to just for the reader to to watch her grow and grow with her, basically. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I definitely saw she, she was growing and changing. I mean, they were all growing and changing. All the characters, yes. there's no character that stayed the same Except mm-hmm. Finn and Roy. Finn and Roy were the same. They <laughs> they knew who they were. They were confident within themselves. They just kept their riders alive. And I guess that's all they could do. They were like, we are horses. So <laughs> I don't, <laughs> not really sure what we're supposed to do here, but make sure you guys are okay. Because they, I, I mean, it, you could see the difference in the other horses, like Will's mm-hmm. horse and the Arabian horse that mm-hmm. I don't think they were able to name her, but she got abused. Um, yeah. And with that, they they all were different in personality, but Roy and Lee and um, and Finn were yeah. the most dedicated to their writers. Yes, Cause exactly. E- even in the end when Roy was taking Charlotte away, mm-hmm. um, he was yeah. saying, or not, he, Roy can't speak, but <laughs> Roy was, <laughs> he felt that, that he could trust Charlotte and he wanted to take care of her because he could tell by Max's heartbeat and Mar- Max's like reactions, yeah. writing him how he felt probably, yeah. he felt for Charlotte, even if it was, and he just wasn't used to that because Roy and Mac have always been where it's like, Mac doesn't feel anything for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Charlotte, I was like, not a woman changing a man. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess a woman changing a man, whatever, but not really because Mac was like, I am who I am. Like, But Charlotte, yeah. even like what Davenport was saying, he was like, he, somebody hurt you like hurt you hurt you and it was so sad because mac is usually so swift and quick he couldn't even save you know the guy from the train tracks he literally fumbled he he got nervous he got scared he was like and it it shows like how much he's changed because usually he'll be quick unfeeling doesn't care or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but he just I, I know they say like feelings are a weakness, but mm-hmm. it can also be strength because yeah. in the end, when Mac was back in Holy Ranch, he was able for the first time to say what happened to him because I don't even yeah. think with Mikey, he was able to voice that. 
No, no. And, yeah. So he 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 was scared out of his mind, but he found strength within that that they were scared of him, and he's the one in chains. And I was like, I cannot like these characters kill me. I'm like, no. Everybody had a chance to kill this man. Like y'all just are just y'all just don't don't want to do your job right. You just don't want to do your job right. <laughs> um. Let's see, because I did, because you were like, oh, please send me a list of questions. I'm like, I never sent questions. I don't know. <laughs> but now I'm like, mm, maybe I should. Um, so we talked about a few of the things already. So, well, okay. So enough about, I guess, the book, because I don't want to get into too much because we want people to read this and, you know, form their own opinions about it. Um, do you see the book being more in maybe one day because not all authors want their books to be adapted but if it was ever to be adapted would it be a movie like a series of movies excuse me a series like a show series or a limited mm -hmm. series it would have to be definitely like a series series i mean <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna be like a netflix series mm -hmm. with, with how huge it is you know it's just it's difficult to put so many books and so much content like into i don't know two big movies for example mm -hmm. you know like lord of the rings or whatever you know um so yeah <laughs> okay i I never got into Lord of the Rings personally. <laughs> it's not my <laughs> cup of tea. I just can't. I always fall asleep when I try to watch it. I just can't. And <laughs> then the so books cool. are not that great either. Like they're not that great to keep me at like my attention. Yeah. Um. I. I, I like the idea of a series. It just depends. Like. When it comes to, because it's set in America, when it comes to how American films are, um, mm -hmm. sometimes they don't do as well. I watch a lot of foreign yeah. movies and shows and stuff, and sometimes it's like the location is not that great, or they CGI yeah. too many things that don't need to be CGI, or mm -hmm. the actors are not that good, whether they're American or foreign actors or not. Um, and I think if we were to see it, mm, yeah, I would definitely, you, it would probably be like a lot of locations here in the States, but I'll, I can also see locations like elsewhere just for like the terrain yeah. and how the horses like those horses to use for film and stuff um and then that type of actors you want how long it'll take you know you would have to have a like, consistency for a series you mm -hmm. know like people that are want to stay on for seasons and seasons because the book is so has so many details <clears throat> it's so big there's <clears throat> so many already yeah yeah and i don't know the series sorry no you're fine i'm listening okay uh do you know the outlander series i do know the outlander series i do i don't know if you like it or not but something kind of like that i think would work for this book okay you know <clears throat> yeah and i think they did a pretty good job with locations and 
actors and stuff. So they did. They they did. I do know a lot of people who have read it and watched it or just watched it and they enjoy it. Like before I even knew it was a yeah. book, I would watch it. I didn't I don't watch like all the seasons. Um Yeah. Cause I've kind of fell off of it, but I always was like, oh, this makes um Scotland look beautiful. Like, oh, I want to go to yeah. Scotland now. But I don't know because I watched a cooking show one time and the Scottish like cooks were like they don't know what tacos are. And I was like, what? I was like, what kind of food do y'all got in Scotland? I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. But that's just me. I'm like, I just want to make sure I can eat when I'm there. Like I don't eat haggis, okay? I'm not gonna do that. That's too much for me. I feel you. <laughs> but I I think it's they use like those real stones that it, it was the lore. Mm -hmm. And even though this book doesn't necessarily have lore, it has kind of like magical realism a little bit when it comes to like yeah. the the feasters and the swamp yeah. people and like I mean the bear like I was so I was like why is this bear chasing chocolate <laughs> like this I was like what does she have on her like is there like literal <laughs> like is it she smelled good like I'm confused I was like this is a long time I was very 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 nervous for her I was like this is like I was like, this is an abrupt change because, I mean, the book started off abruptly with just her, I think, just leaving and like, and then she, it's just, she, Charlotte just has bad luck. I'm going to just call her bad yeah. luck. She's just a bad luck charm. Like if I saw her, I'd be like, oh, no, girl, bye. I would just run away. I'm like, Charlotte, no, I literally can't, girl. I'm going to kill you because you're like, <laughs> you're the worst luck to have. Like nobody wants you. I'm like, go to back, girl, please go to back. <laughs> y'all both have bad luck but somehow somehow and it made me so i just feel like there was never a right moment never for them right. yeah never yeah. enough time like she had breaks with like mm -hmm. levi and will mm -hmm. but it's just like when they were apart hell mm -hmm. giselle yeah and it's just like yeah. they were afraid to <sighs> She was vulnerable, but mm -hmm. miscommunication, so much miscommunication, so much mm -hmm. judgment that there was no, there was no real way. It's like she would close up. Like when he wouldn't mm -hmm. say, he would just be like, mm, mm. that's how, like, that's how he <laughs> talks. And I'm like, girl, you don't know that by now that this man does not know how to communicate. I'm like, use your common sense, Charlotte. You want so much from him and he cannot give it to you. It's going to take him time. It's going to take him a yeah. lot of time. Like I was like, oh, all these characters need therapy. But I was like, there is no therapy in the 19th century. <laughs> I was like, all yeah, they need exactly. it. Not for the poor because, you know, it, yeah. you even talked about how, like, I did not like uh, Elizabeth. I was like, oh, I can't wait for her to die. Before I even, I was like, I don't know how she's going to die. I just want her to die. I don't like her. I was like, she's rude because I feel like the wife, um, I forgot their name, but that the couple who, the Millers, the Millers I feel like she probably yeah. had like tuberculosis or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I was like the blood, all that. I was like, oh yeah, she dying. Yeah. She dying, dying. Mm -hmm. Cancer probably too. <laughs> like, every, cause I was like, I just know y'all are not clean. Y'all barely bathe here. I just, oof. Mm -mm. <laughs> And I was like, Elizabeth is just rude. I hope she gets, I thought, I was like, oh, I hope Elizabeth gets tuberculosis. She's so rude. 
I hope she died. Yeah. I was like hoping yeah. that, you know, something else got to her first. So whoop de doo. Yeah. I was very happy about that. I was like, yay. <laughs> I love this. Good. I'm glad. Okay. Um <clears throat> let's see. Mm, I'm trying to see because I guess it is good. I was like, hmm. <laughs> let's see. Talked about well, yeah, because I made a playlist. Did you listen fully to the play playlist I made? I, I did. I did actually. <laughs> and I liked it all. You liked it? <laughs> I just, I just yeah, I thought that was really cute, honestly. I love making playlists for books. And I will also say, when it comes to series, I, it's very hard for me to read book series. I know you can kind of mm -hmm. see my library right here, but there are very few series I have here that are complete because I will get into a series and then the second book is sucks. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. like, what is it called? I never got into like Hunger Games or Divergent. I didn't get into those. I was yeah. in love in high school with um to all the boys i loved before love the first mm -hmm. book the second book was not good the third book was terrible <laughs> and so it was oh, like yeah. when the movie came out the movies came out i didn't watch it for years because i was like no the books are terrible like i don't <laughs> yeah i'm like the first book yeah. is popping and i also i'm not really a fan of like always pairing a non-white person of color actor with a white love interest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's been done too many times. I don't want to see it. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> so all I have on my shelf that are complete series that I love is Twilight, um, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy. I only read the original yeah. three. I don't read the others. And then Harry Potter. And that's it. Um, oh, well, mm -hmm. I have a, like the blackout, whiteout, um, like they're not they're not correlating, but they're uh, books by the same group of authors. So I love those. Um, I don't, mm, I don't. That's why I, was, I guess I was asking about film because when it comes to like soundtracks, like Twilight has an amazing soundtrack. There's no like mm -hmm. complete CD of the Twilight soundtrack, but lots of people have found the songs and make them playlists. I have the playlist. Lots of my friends who love Twilight, like we love to hate it because it's cringy, but it's so good and nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's all I read by it. Like, you know, I have like beef with like Stephanie Meyer because she didn't ask to film on indigenous land. She didn't respect the people at all. Mm -hmm. And like JK Rowling mm -hmm. is transphobic and we don't do that in my, in my house. <laughs> um, yeah. And mm, Steve Larson, he's dead. So it, there's nothing he could do to offend me at this point. He's dead. <laughs> um, but when it comes to like filming, because with the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo um, movies in the States, we have the first movie and then we have like book four's movie that is not written by the author. Um, and I don't like, I don't really like the American films. I've watched the original Swedish films for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm -hmm. And those are like intense and raw and realistic. It's like very graphic and it's well done. 
mostly probably because it's a foreign, it's in a, 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 it's in the country of origin. It has actual actors who are from that country and they yeah. are not afraid. Like there's no, oh, don't show this part of the body or this and that. Even though I respect when all, um, actors are like, no, I don't want to be seen here or whatever. Um, but it's yeah. very hard because with this, with that series to do it and not have it to be like raw and like in your face oh, and yeah. all of that stuff. Um, yeah. And Twilight did pretty good because I read it before I watched it. I was late watching mm -hmm. it um, because of my age and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. then Harry Potter, I watched it before I ever read it. It's like maybe the last three, five years I read it for the first time because books are expensive. I didn't, and I also didn't grow up acting for the books. Like I, I just watched the movies. Like, I don't know why I like for someone who's a reader. I don't know why I never act for the book. I guess I knew I was like, there's so many books and they're probably expensive. Cause they were, you know, when the movies were still coming out, they were super expensive. Now that it's kind of done, you can find it in every thrift store. Like everybody got one. Mm -hmm. Um, and okay, so the soundtrack, sorry, I got off track with the soundtrack. No, you're fine. I'm so glad that you love the one that I made. Like, and of course, I if did. you have any suggestions or anyone who reads the book has any suggestions about it, I'm more than willing to add things because <laughs> recently the aux cord in my car, the aux port, it doesn't work. So I have to listen to the radio or CDs. And I'm not really a radio person yeah. now these days that I'm older. So I have um, old CDs and then I went to go look for some CDs. Um, I thrifted some and I, I found, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're familiar with the band, the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found um, an album of their greatest hits and the song Disarm. I was like, oh my God, this is Mac. This is Mac's song. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, I have to like, I guess for people that don't know, I have to read the lyrics, but it yeah. is it's his song and i was like that's so sad but that's so good yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like it it starts off with disarm you with a smile and cut you like you want me to cut that little child inside of me and such a part of you oh the years burn and then I used to be a little boy, so old in my shoes. And what I choose is my choice. What's a boy supposed to do? The killer in me is the killer in you, my love. I send this smile over to you. And that could even be like when he was getting abused or mm -hmm. even like to Charlotte. Like mm -hmm. he, when he was with Jonathan, the little boy. Yeah he was always like wondering like was i happy like this as a child like was i happy before this abuse started to happen to me and yeah. it just was it just made me feel for him and when i was listening to this song i was like this is max song like fuck everything yeah. else this is his song and like <laughs> a lot of the albums i have now I was like, oh yeah, this is a perfect song for this character, this character. Like, I can't find the perfect song for all the characters, but I tried my best, but I didn't want to make it too, you know, because if you're going to do a Western book, it's just like Bridgerton, for example. They don't have people singing and stuff. They have instrumentals. They have updated things of stuff of like modern songs because it's like, let's make it realistic to the time period. So I tried to use a lot of acoustic or like a lot mm -hmm. of, string instruments um mm -hmm. and like country no, voices and stuff thank you <laughs> about mm -hmm. like 
for the songs because I'm like, even if these songs were used because of the lyrics, right? Like I'm paying attention to the lyrics, not really the melody all the time. Mm -hmm. If you have someone do a cover of it, you're going to want it to be Western, which is guitar or banjo, um, harmonica, yeah, harmonica, voice that is gravelly, the Nordic song, because we do have that representation in there. I was glad to find a version that had a woman singing because um, Amara is the one that sings it. And I was like, I was like, I wonder what this sounds like. And it was, I was glad that I was able to find it and hear it. And it does sound like ethereal and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the film Frozen, but I know they have, I feel like she's Norwegian, maybe she, yeah, 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 she sings and her voice is ethereal. So she could do that song perfectly, (laughs) like very haunting. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, that like music to me, it brings everything together. Like Harry Potter, even though it has a lot of um, orchestra music, but it's very, it just Mm -hmm. fits it like that, that world, that wizarding world. Yes. And Steve Larson, the Girls Dragon Tattoo series doesn't really have music, except when it comes to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, she is a goth emo punk rock girl. So a lot of the music she'll Mm -hmm. listen to is emo punk punk rock, which that you know kind of ties together so yeah yeah i'm glad you like it though because i was so i was like i'm not gonna make one i was like i just have this one song because i told you i was like oh i just have one song but then i was like i have a playlist yeah. now <laughs> i couldn't help myself that's really cool. no that was that was really excellent <laughs> oh thank I you yeah, i'm glad <laughs> so also i wanted to know for your books will they all be this length <laughs> uh yeah I okay. think the second one is maybe 100 pages less. Okay. We can do 100 pages <laughs> less. That sounds amazing. That sounds like it's easier to handle. Oh my gosh. Um, and do you. Yeah, but they're all that big. They're all that big. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Like, if you guys do not want to carry a textbook with you, definitely get the ebook <laughs> and then the audio book or the audio book when it's released. But um, with the books, do you know when? an audiobook might be released or are you still working on well, that? Well, we, we are working on it uh, hopefully next month. Mm. Yeah. That's so, soon. Yeah. So right now we're trying to figure out if we would have like a, just a female narrator mm-hmm. and when the male voices come in, if we will use like a male actor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just the narrator. That That's kind of like what we're trying to figure out right now. Well, what do you think on that? Oh, that's you asking my opinion. Okay. Of course. Oh, thank you. Um, when I was reading it, because I have an inner voice, like when mm-hmm. I'm reading, um, a lot of the times I can hear the actual character's voice. So Charlotte mm-hmm. will talk in a very insecure type of way so but because you do have a lot of male characters that speak much more than female characters but I think yeah when it comes to audiobooks and I've talked to people because I don't really like audiobooks or ebooks but if I have to I will use them is Mm -hmm. as long as the voice is not annoying or if I can listen to it for a long period of time because this is such like a big book like I can't imagine just one person reading all of this without like as you know (laughs) if they if they can do like the different tone changes and stuff that's great because you want that in a voice actor but I think maybe if you have one woman and one man 
that can the man that can do different like jd or yeah jb and mac and the irish accent the irish guilt and um that nordic twinge and then i don't mm-hmm. i don't even know what you're gonna do for the song part <laughs> like maybe if it so happens that the woman actress can speak or sing in that language um that will be perfect save you some money <laughs> well actually my- my best friend is from Norway, so she actually is a singer. So okay. That's gonna work great. Yeah. yeah, be like, girl, come come on, it's your time. Come sing. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. No, please use your resources because I know your husband, yeah. he's the on the picture, right? This is your husband. He is. Yeah. Yes. Matt Kinnon, I was like, I don't know if your husband can act, but yes, <laughs> please. Is his eyes actually blue? He might be doing the male voice. Okay. Is his eyes actually blue? Yeah yeah okay perfect yeah because i don't i'm like we don't need no contacts just get a blue odd actor okay look at you <laughs> look you're already ahead of the game but yeah i mean if he if he can definitely do it and do the irish guilt and do mm-hmm. like williams uptown speech that yeah. i feel like william would be like someone that is american but speaks so proper that you kind yes. of might think they're british or english yeah 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 that's what yeah. william gives me he gives me very prep school um yeah <laughs> but yeah i love that i think i think two is enough two and then the singer and i think that's that's it because you don't want to overpower with all these different voices and stuff no. and some people sometimes Sometimes that's just like less is more, if that makes sense. And because mm-hmm. it's such a large, long book, and even though there's not a lot of women speaking, I feel like Charlotte and Amara mm-hmm. and Elizabeth, they all speak yeah. enough. And I think even like the horses, <laughs> they can have um, a woman speak their narr- their narrations because yeah. Yeah. even yeah. though they're the ho- there's only one female horse, I just get such like a soft entity from them, like such pure energy. And even like Jonathan, Jonathan, like, you know, women do like young boy voices. Yeah. She can do yeah. that. Yeah. Like, look, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> like, I'm like, let me help you save some money. <laughs> like, do not hire a whole bunch of people. Um, yeah, that I thank you for asking me because I was like wondering. Because yeah, um, like. I just know some people they can't read unless it's an audiobook. So I was wondering if you were like yeah. looking into that. And I know yesterday I asked you if you were going to get your books into libraries. And I know you're working on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everybody, like, you know, I think that's that's how that's still how I read. I will go to libraries and it's very mm-hmm. hard to get a book when it's like hot and new and everybody wants it or like yeah. um the movies are coming out or the show is coming out it's like impossible to get the book but with this book i think yeah. um i'm not sure i think in my state we ban books in my state but i don't think your book <laughs> would be necessarily bad you might have to really advocate for it like when it comes to the south but yeah um it it is not even though you have a trigger warning it is not so graphic mm-hmm. that It's not a YA book. It's definitely not for young adults, but it's just like an adult fiction book that has um, mentions of like graphic content. So treat it as such. And they might have to make some extra book space, though, because um, it's huge. (laughs) 
So all the shelves in the libraries are going to be like, oh my gosh, why is it so big? Definitely do a hardcover yeah. for the libraries though, because you your book yeah. will be tarnished if it's paperback in the libraries. Like, look at my book. Yeah. I don't know if you could tell. Like, it looks it looks kind of, it looks red. You know, it just looks red. That's all it yeah. is. It's just it's just red. I've tried to keep it flat the best I can. Um, well, I also wanted to ask you, um, who is this book for? Because I've read some of your other interviews and I know you were saying that because of the length that it may not, it may deter some people, but who is this book mm -hmm. for? Um, this book is for me, you know, it, it's just for me. I don't care if it's going to be successful. You know, I don't care if people don't like it. It's just... I really wanted to write it and I wanted to finish the series and escape in this world, you know, because I love this world and I love the characters in it. And I don't know, it's just, I don't write to be, how to say, to, to be successful, you know, it's just, I, I write because I like it. And that's important to me. And I don't want to lose that by, uh, thinking, okay, is that gonna sell if I write, um, you know, if it's like less pages or whatever, you know? I don't want to have this mentality, this business mentality. Mm. So. so you're very much will. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I guess. yeah, when it comes to writing anyway, <laughs> let's yeah. hope nothing else, but when it comes to writing, so um, like Will's character, his father was very much a negative force in his life when it comes to that mm -hmm. did, in your life did you experience that maybe not necessarily with your family but like people telling you that oh don't do writing like it makes no money and blah blah, blah. um you know not really uh i, I think no I, I wouldn't say so i wouldn't say so honestly they're pretty supportive that's good i love that yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So your family is uh, Elizabeth supporting your writing and Will's mother supporting the writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just connected it to all the characters. I'm like, oh, your family like this. Well, that's really good because I know in your um, in the end of the like the very the last page where it has like information about you, it talks about that mm -hmm. how you started writing in the phone the notes of your phone. Yeah. And it says you were 27. So how old are you now? I'm 28. Okay. Well, that's not bad. So look at no. well, Wait. So you started writing this series at 27? Yeah. And you're on book. So I wanted to ask you, when, when, when will you consider your book, in your opinion, successful? Like what like kind of accolades or awards or like, you know how every I feel like everyone's books always said like New York bestseller, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, is yeah. it really a New York bestseller, or did you just put out a book? Even though yours doesn't say that, <laughs> but I was just no. wondering, like, what is your version of success? Because everybody's is different. Um, probably success would be when the series is finished. <laughs> I think that's the first thing success yeah because um, you're because I, I don't know if the audio picked it up but you started writing this at 27 you are 28 mm -hmm. now and you're on book 11 yeah. of like writing yeah. process and you only released the first one and I was like that's crazy but like 
in the most exciting way um, because you're not like, I don't know. It's, I just feel like you have to be really passionate to get through that many yeah. books in such yeah, a short I, period of time. And it takes time for you to like release them because you have your editor and I'm sure you yeah. have close that your husband or whoever that will read it and you know you'll you'll sit on it it let's say like mm -hmm. you kind of let it mm -hmm. marinate um and i think that that is just like that it's like in ratatouille the movie when they're like and everyone can cook it's like everybody can write or like try to write and just like not have that fear about it not being a New York Times bestseller or good enough. It's like, if you want to yeah. write, write because it will reach someone. It will mm -hmm. be a book for someone. And I think yeah. that's very important. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I guess I touched a little bit about what we talked about, what parts are kind of based on that the book yours how did you feel um or like when like how did you feel writing the story like certain stories or like how did you did you feel like when did you feel numb towards writing like um a scene that is like traumatic or a scene that is happy like how did you feel when you were writing this book um i could honestly just feel what the character felt Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. um, because I really try to immerse, like in the story and <clears throat> immerse basically, and I don't know. I just always try to to feel and think like the character, so I can make the writing more be believable, and mm -hmm. um, so the reader can actually feel the same emotions I'm trying to convey. Mm -hmm. And it, it, there was never a point where I felt like I'm bored or I'm numb to it or or anything like this. Like I, I don't even have like this uh, writer's block type of thing. Yeah, clearly with the twelve books. <laughs> yeah, so I just live in this world. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I, I definitely felt like happiness. I felt sadness, especially with Mac, mm -hmm. especially with Mac, <laughs> um, and with Will. Mm -hmm. a lot um yeah i was angry with levi many times you know mm -hmm. just it, it, it's interesting because you you start believing that they are real people and right. that sounds really crazy no 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 because a lot of people like that's how they become such fans of worlds and books and stuff mm -hmm. like there's conventions dedicated to like fake worlds and it's because it connects to them and it, it yeah. heals them and it, it gives them it, it lets them be seen and i love that you were saying how you were feeling more sadness to mac and will and yeah i can agree to that like oh and also charlotte like i just her luck is just, I was just like, oh, I don't want this to happen to her, especially in the end yeah. with Levi. I was like, please, I was yeah. like, please get over yourself. Like sometimes with some of the characters, I'm like, get over yourself. Like, are you serious right yeah. now? But like mm -hmm. with your trigger warning, like this is not going to be politically correct. Like I, I was like, oh, I, no. I see what you're saying. Like, oh, like there's no feminism in 19th century Western. So, and like people <laughs> do take advantage of you. They, they do think they have ownership yeah. over you. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait till we get some black people, some slaves in here because <laughs> like, yeah, literally no one has more, <laughs> more disrespect than them. But 
Um, yeah. Who is your favorite character and who is your least favorite character? Well, I would say Mac and Charlotte are my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Will. <laughs> but if I had to choose one, probably Mac. Mm-hmm. And least favorite, it would have to be uh, Grossman. Yes. Like the creature. Yeah. 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 And then Levi. In mm-hmm. the end, because Levi is likable in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that might be a spoiler, but whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it'll just. I mean, hey, let me be honest. There, there is like maybe a less than twenty people that will listen to my podcast, so you're completely Don't out worry. of the clear. You never know. You're you're in the clear. No one's gonna be like, "Who Levi?" Know. When I get to this Levi guy, I'm gonna pay attention. Like, because even if you pay attention, there's not really any signs. If anything, it just seems like he really cares about her. Which, in his own sick yeah. way, he thinks he yeah. really does yeah. care about her. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah but. She's not interested in you, so relax. But it, it yeah. just made me laugh. Like, what happened to him? I was like, this is so, like, Greek. Like, not, like, you know, like, you know how there's, like, Greek stories about stuff like that happening, and they're like, oh, it's witchcraft. And I'm like, this is so Greek. Like, this, <laughs> this is so, like, very magical. Like, as in my brain, I was like, that's what he gets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love this. I was like, oh, yes. I was like, I can't wait. I'm like, wait, I hope we get some drawings of that one. I want a drawing of just that. That's just great. Because he deserves it. I felt so bad for her. Like, I was like, oh. Because yeah. I was just like, personally, I was like reading. I'm like, when is someone going to have sex in this book? <laughs> I was literally, I was like, when is someone going to have sex? I don't understand. It, it's going to come in the series. Don't worry. I was <laughs> like, this book, nobody is having sex. And then I was just like, poor Charlotte. Like, I was like, oh. She just. She just never gets a break. She just can't get what she wants. She's never going to be happy. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, poor, poor baby. Like, yeah. that girl, I just, I, I pray for her. <laughs> and I don't even pray. I don't pray, but I'm like, I'm, I need to start. My my heart is, is out for this fictional character. Um, yeah. And let's see. I guess, was there anything else you wanted to say about the book? Oh. <sighs> Uh, you have to read it with an open mind, definitely, you know, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of criticism that it's very slow, but mm-hmm. to me, it's just the character development and the world building, it has to be slow in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and remember, that's a series, you know, that you have to set up like the world and the characters for, for it to make sense later on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a reviewer. Uh, rated like two stars because mm-hmm. she didn't go past the two pages, I guess, because she didn't like the fact that it was a woman with a gun uh, riding through the desert. <laughs> what? And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> 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 she should have never left the review. You can't review a book you didn't finish unless it, it was so unfinishable. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like I'm like two pages. She didn't even make it halfway through. Yeah. Everybody yeah. that knew yeah. I had this book was so proud of me. They're like, you finished it? I was like, I did. <laughs> I really did. I think oh, that's so funny to me. Um, 
Yeah. When people review, like, I know there's like a debate about how Goodreads um, review system works and stuff, yeah. but there's so many ways to review books nowadays because for me, I have to do it through the library things and I, I do it through Goodreads. I don't really use Storygraph, but I wish mm -hmm. it would, I wish it was like a way for everything like with Goodreads and Storygraph to automatically update because I'm like, I have to keep exporting or remembering to update it. And I'm like, I don't know if I remember all that. I, I've been using Goodreads yeah. since 2015 and it's what I like use more than any other like, you know, book system. But mm -hmm. yeah, I felt like it, for me personally, it wasn't slow to read. Sometimes I needed some mm -hmm. details to like really get a sense of like what's going on around the character and stuff mm -hmm. and like how they're feeling. There were some parts that I was yeah. like, I got so annoyed with the character. I was like, I don't care what's happening <laughs> to them. Let me just see what they're saying. So I would just look at their, you know, dialogue. But then I was like, why'd they say that? And yeah. then I would like, go back and be like, what happened? <laughs> like, what did I miss? So I, I it was this is the type of book I can't skip around on. Like, and I'm yeah. glad I didn't because it seems like every piece is really important. Cause like that bird, yes, that freaking bird is. with mm -hmm. the, the top beak missing came up twice and I caught that. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I was like, I caught it and I see it. You're not slick because I was like, yeah, that's like really, cause I've worked with wild birds before. So I'm like, well, I know that that is like not a good thing. Like, and the fact mm -hmm. that the second time we saw that bird, well, it was a different bird, supposedly, it mm -hmm. smashed its beak. And I said, oh, not it hurting itself. And Mac mm -hmm. was like, even confused. He was like, I don't know what this bird <laughs> is trying to tell me right now. And I'm very uncomfortable. And it, it just, mm -hmm. but that's, he also doesn't remember probably because he saw that bird the first time with Charlotte, but he scared it away. But it was a different bird, hypothetically, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, mm -hmm. and your yeah, book is a little magical realism. Like yeah. Yeah. Because the animals, I, I find that I, I like the animals more in the story and I pay attention to the animals more because yeah. the animals are kind of like children, like Jonathan. They will pick up yeah. on good and evil before humans. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And in this book, there's also like um, little uh, Easter eggs that later on will connect with the whole series. So if there's something that seems um, irrelevant, it's not, you know? Like everything, I've literally made sure that everything, that, that there, there are no plot holes. You know, it just, that took a lot of work. So, and many, many people d don't understand that, you know, and then they complain about it or whatever. I say, hey, it's a series, wait for it. <laughs> mm. So I appreciate that because I hate plot holes and I hate yeah, like big cliffhangers. And even though this <laughs> book does end with- Cliffhangers I have. <laughs> yeah, this this book does end with a cliffhanger. It's not so crazy that I'm like, gasp. <gasps> like, no, no, no. as soon as she put him in the snow, like, I'm just going to be vague and say she put him in the snow. Yeah. I was just like, nah, he not did. <laughs> like, my brain, <laughs> my brain was like, water has memory and water is healing. So I was like, ah, fuck that. I'm not even going to believe the hype. I'm not going to believe that he's dead. I'm like, whatever. Even if he is, I don't care. I'm going to pretend like he's not. I want a happy ending. It's fine. Everything is fine. Every, the world is on fire. It's fine. Um, let's see. 
Well, um, I always, in my podcast, like I always ask my guests. Um, so my podcast is about breaking cycles, whether it's familial cycles, trauma, things you've learned, things you're trying to change for the better or whatever. What is a cycle in your life that you are breaking to like improve your own life, whether it's, it could be to your writing or your personal life or whatever. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, let me think on that. Okay. Well, for me, uh, like I have suffered really bad with panic attacks. <laughs> so probably that, you know, it, it's through the writing it really, really helped me somehow. So, and also I wanted to, you, you're actually going to see that in the second book a lot. Like it's going to have a lot of panic attack situations. And I also kind of want to inform people about it, I guess, because it's not just a simple, it's very um, paralyzing, I should say. You know, even, even though it's like a mental thing, it, it, it can really feel physical. It is physical in the end, you know. Does that make sense? No, yeah. I've, I have had, um, I would say, a handful of anxiety attacks, which panic anxiety, mm -hmm. like they differ um, a little bit in certain ways, but it, it is. It's like, if, feels like it's impossible to move even though you know you should be moving or yeah. getting up and like I cry a lot with it um and I haven't had one in a while because I've I've been trying to cope the best that I can with therapy yeah. and um like just coping mechanisms and just trying to like you know the best I can keep myself out of certain situations or away from certain people um yeah yeah and it, yeah, it, it, there were some times in the story, I did see the characters, like, especially Charlotte, um, having to deal with, like, not being able to move fast enough, like, from her fear, especially mm -hmm. when it came to, to murder and guns, because she wasn't familiar mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. Um, so we have reached the end of the interview. I wanted to ask you if you had anything you wanted to promote. Anything you wanted to tell the audience Ooh. to check out for you and how to find you and stuff? Well, I guess just my Instagram account, um, Christina.Maraziotis. <laughs> and obviously on Amazon, you can find Haunt. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Is Amazon and of the course, Curse is coming out, the second book. Yes, yes. Curse is the second book. It's coming out. Is Amazon mm -hmm. the only way to buy your book? uh right now it's not no no everywhere it's everywhere available okay good but curse is ready for pre-order basically okay and when is it being released hopefully march <laughs> march 17th march 17th okay oh saint patrick's day very very mm -hmm. very yeah lucky <laughs> let's hope yeah, yeah. uh let's hope it's lucky because charlotte's in this book um and the cover of the second book is different. So I guess each book will mm -hmm. have a different cover. And hopefully we have like a graphic on the inside like we did for book one. Yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, 
And yeah, that's, that will be your, so yeah, book one, haunt, book two is, what's it called? Uh, Curse. Curse. Book two two is Cursed. And so will a book be released like roughly every year or is it every six months? Because I know you have a lot of them written. Well, let's just say I write faster than my editor edits them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on my editor right now. So I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I don't want to say. Okay. Okay. Well, so far we have two. One is available for pre-order. Um, and we have this form of the first book available in paper, ebook, and hardback. Audiobook is coming soon, probably mm-hmm. sometime this year. And for the pre-order book two, is it ebook, hardback, and paperback yeah. as well? Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I guess you'll have to work on the audiobook later in the year as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I will have um, your information in the notes of the show, the show notes. I will have, like, mm-hmm. all the link to everything, like, the buy the books and um, how to find you on social media. And I want to thank you so much for coming thank here. Thank you. I'm going to be posting my review um, officially. Oh <laughs> and um, it's all out of love. Even the critique is out of love. Um, and I just want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. This is very exciting for me as someone who loves, loves, loves books. Um, I can't wait to see what the second one's going to be like. I, I don't know if I'll be able to get it this year because I have so many books to read and I'm so busy, but I will definitely might even just do the ebook because I don't know this price for these big books. I'm honestly like, I can't, but I love having collections of things, of things that I enjoy. And I definitely did overall enjoy your book. I'm so proud of you for this being your debut book and it to be written. Like I felt like I was reading a book by author that's been writing for a long time. And you're welcome. And I just like, I hate the characters, but I, I I enjoy (laughs) them. Like I enjoy their, their story that I'm just like, I wonder what's going to happen next. Like I re- it, it keeps yeah. me on my toes. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming <laughs> today. So thank you so much. Thank you.